Coming up on today's show. In voice acting, sure, you can't see me or you can't visualize what I'm doing in the booth, but you get to see what my reactions are and what my actions are through the character. I don't want flowers All I ask from you is truth Welcome to another new episode of Now Hear This Entertainment featuring interviews with guests who are having success in entertainment, primarily music. I am Bruce Wozniak talking to guests who are singers, songwriters, musicians, recording artists, and more from the worldwide music community. Be sure you are on the list for the weekly e-newsletter. Yes, I am aware that a lot of people are trying to get you to join their mailing list. That's because those folks want to bombard you to the point where you ultimately are going to hit the unsubscribe button. I am happy to report that I only send out once a week. That's it, on Wednesday, when a new episode of this show comes out. So make sure you're signed up to receive that for free to your inbox. If you're not already getting it, go to my podcast website website nhte.net and pop your email address into the sign up box. I do publish exclusives in there from time to time, so don't miss out. I love hearing from listeners of this show. You can write to podcast at nhte.net or instead of email, you are welcome to DM me through the at now hear this entertainment Instagram account. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Orange County, California, my guest is a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and actress who just released her newest single last month. She has performed at the Grammy Teen Concert, the Fashion Life Tour, and iHeartRadio 102.7 KISS FM concert at iPop. Aside from her music career, she is also involved in voiceover acting and on-camera acting, being most well-known for being the voice of MC Swag on LOL House of Surprises and for her role in Love XO. She currently has 146,000 followers on Instagram and is closing in on a half million combined video views on her official YouTube channel. You've been hearing a song of hers called Flowers? Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Reese Warren. Hi, everybody. I hope you all are having a good day. Reese, thanks so much for talking with me today. Let's get started by having you share with the audience all about the song of yours that was just playing called Flowers. Yes, my new song, Flowers. It's all about just this girl that wants the truth and just wants to know what is happening with her lover and he thinks that it's just okay to buy her flowers and all all be okay but she doesn't even want flowers like she doesn't even she doesn't even really like flowers but he wouldn't know that because he doesn't really know her and so she just wants the time back from him that he wasted all he wasted all of her time and she wants it back yeah that's an interesting concept because it sounds like it's a relationship that's going in two different directions he thinks it's fine to just show up with flowers and she's going completely somewhere else, which is no, mm -hmm. flowers are great, but I want us to get to know each other more, not just make it all about yeah. hand me something and think everything's all right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So when was that song written? What inspired it? Just kind of take us behind the origin of flowers. 
This song was written about a couple months ago. I wrote it with um, the amazing Danny and Timeline. It was so fun. What inspired the song is that we really just, we wanted to write a slow kind of meaningful song that is relatable to a lot of people. And I can, I can relate to it a little bit um, and just write a song that's very relatable because of pe- a lot of people go through a lot of hardships and like a lot of toxic relationships. And we just wanted to write a song that they would be able to relate to. I'm interested, by the way, in the approach that was taken with that song in terms of it not really being overproduced. It seems like nowadays everybody wants to use every instrument and every plug-in they can find. Mm -hmm. So it caught my attention that that was not the case with this one. Yes, sometimes um, we like to keep it simple because, you know, it's really fun to have all the instrumentals and all the different beats and stuff. That's really fun for a very certain kind of song, but it's it's nice to keep it simple once in a while. Was there a discussion about that, that maybe somebody wanted to, as I said, overproduce it and put all kinds of extras on it, and someone else said, well, let's do it stripped down for this reason? Not exactly. I feel that everybody agreed to the fact that we should just keep it simple. There wasn't really any disagreement there. That's great. That's great. Well, congratulations on the release of the new song last month. We will be talking about that and playing it at the end of today's show. Thank you so much. But in the meantime, I understand you have four more new songs coming. (laughs) What stage are those at? Meaning, are they already written? Have they been recorded And then also, will they be released one at a time as singles or as an EP? And of course, when might the next release be? Um, Okay, so I do believe that they will be released as singles. I have all four songs written. I have two of them recorded. And the other two still need to be recorded, but I'm getting in the studio and doing that soon. And unfortunately, I don't know the exact release date of the new song, but I know that it is being released some, um, sometime in November, I believe. Oh, wow. That's soon. That's soon. So are you doing all your recording in Orange County? Yes, I do do all of my recording in Orange County. Are you writing all these by yourself? Do you start it by yourself and then you take it to a co-writer to finish it up with? How does that process go? Most of these songs I do start by myself, but others, on all of them, I like to get help from my teachers and other people and just have their opinions. And I like to write my songs with my teachers or who I'm producing the song with. So if we go back to Flowers, the song that we played at the beginning, was that one that you started by yourself and then took into someone else? Well, I created the concept and um, I started, I wrote the song with um, with the people that I was producing it with. Gotcha. And we we helped each other write the song. Gotcha. While we're talking about new songs, let's continue this subject of songwriting. Where do your ideas for songs come from? And then what is your process? Do you usually start with a melody first or lyrics first? Just walk us through what all of that looks like. So I, um, when I'm writing a song, I do like to start with the melody first. I do like to start with the melody first, but sometimes 
I don't have the the time or I don't really feel like doing a melody first. So I write the lyrics and I create the melody in my head and what I want it to be. Um, and I get the concepts for my songs. I just, I, I feel about however I'm feeling in that moment, I just write about it. And whenever I have a spark or an idea to write, I immediately do it. And it's so fun. But most of my songs are very positive and upbeat because I like to spread a good message. So when you're getting these ideas, are you, say, singing it into your phone? Are you writing it on paper? How do you capture these ideas as they come to you? Sometimes if I don't have my phone on me, I will write it on a piece of paper. But mostly I write it into my notes app and I also record the melodies on voice memos so that I don't forget them for later. Do you have any fun stories about it was two o'clock in the morning and I woke up with a song idea or I was eating breakfast and I had to stop eating and run and get my phone some crazy times that maybe a song idea came to you when it's not real traditional for doing it? Well, actually, there has been a time where it's been like one o'clock in the morning and I was in the car just with my mom um, on the way back home from somewhere and we were just sitting in the car and um, I was just relaxing and I suddenly got an idea to write. I've written um, a whole a whole songs on in a car ride or just in random moments um, a lot of times just because I have a random spark or idea that I feel like I should write about. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that. I introduced you as a multi-instrumentalist because you play both guitar and piano. When and how did you get started playing each of those, and do you find that you tend to lean more towards one than the other or about the same? I started learning guitar uh, around, I feel, I, I, I think I was around 10, and I started learning guitar just as a hobby because, you know, my dad learned my my dad and my brothers they play guitar, and all of my family on my dad's side are very mu- musical. They're all musicians. They all know how to play an instrument. So I just picked up the guitar because I because it's fun, and my dad played it, and I wanted to learn. And I actually stopped playing guitar for the longest time until I found um, a teacher that worked for me, and. After a while of playing guitar, about two, three years, I came to my music school that I'm currently at. And about a a few months ago, or four or five months ago, I started learning piano too. And I love piano so much. If I had to choose an instrument that that I lean towards more, though, it would probably be the guitar. So when you said that you stopped playing for a while, is it because you just lost your interest or was it it was too challenging? Is it I didn't have the time? What made you stop playing when at the time that you did? Well, when I stopped playing, it was for I was I was younger. I was um, way younger and I was taking my guitar lessons uh, from my dance studio and I did find it. And okay, so my the guitar teacher that was teaching me at my dance studio had moved away and I found it a little I found it too difficult to learn on my own so I stopped playing guitar for a while until I found a um, mu- a 
a sing ah a guitar teacher and a person that can teach me singing that taught me guitar well. So then is it safe to assume, being that you're saying that you just started learning the piano several months ago, that all this songwriting that you've been talking about, has everything always been, I get an idea and then I play it on the guitar? Is that the instrument that you use to write your songs? Yes, mostly. Do you think now that you are into piano that maybe you'll try to start writing some on the piano instead? Absolutely. When I get to the level of piano where I'm able to um, write songs on the piano, I would love to do that because I love playing the piano as well. And are you playing acoustic guitar or electric or both? I like to play both acoustic and electric guitar. However, when it comes to writing songs, I do prefer to write on an acoustic guitar. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I think I need to correct myself because... At the beginning of the show, I introduced you as being a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and actress, but you just talked about your dance studio. So should I be saying dancer as well? Oh, yes. Um, absolutely. I love to dance. How long have you been dancing? I, um, I started dance when I was around six. Wow. And I did competitive dance for about half my life wow and i um i still do dance but i don't do competitive dance anymore i stopped doing competitive dance a year ago just because my schedule is incredibly busy and i couldn't uh keep with competitive dance well it's interesting because i was looking at your instagram and preparing for this interview and i saw a video and the moves that you were doing and you had dancers behind you, I was really impressed. And then I looked at the comments and someone said, what great stage presence. And I thought, yeah, I agree with whoever that person is. And now I know why, because obviously <laughs> your you. dance background is helping you, you so when you're performing as a singer. Yes, thank you so much. Sure, sure. So I'm sure also that that's something that you're going to incorporate the more music that you put out, the more music videos that you're going to make, and mm -hmm. you can sing and dance in the videos. Yep. Your debut single called Good Life, you wrote that when you were 11 years old and it was released when you were 12. Yep. And audience, check this out. This song of Reese's that I'm talking about was recorded in the Black Eyed Peas original studio. Reese, does that mean that that's the first song you ever wrote or had you actually already been writing and that was just the first one that you ever recorded? When I was that age, I had already been writing songs. Mm. None of them were good, though. They were <laughs> they all just didn't rhyme. They made no sense. But I was still writing songs. That was the first song that I started the idea, and I started writing with my teacher. And then we went to go and record it. And when we arrived at the studio that we were recording in, my mom let me know that it was also the studio where the Black Eyed Peas recorded their first album and it was amazing there was black and pea posters everywhere and it was an unreal experience so you just finished telling us that you started dancing at the age of six and now this song that we're talking about good life you wrote when you were 11 but you said no i had already been writing songs by then so when did you start songwriting and what got you interested in songwriting i started songwriting about the same time i started 
I started songwriting about the same time I started my music lessons, which was around 10, I think. And I started songwriting just for fun because I obviously I wanted to require the I wanted to acquire the skill of songwriting so I could have it for the future and just get better and better at it. But also just because it was fun and I could write about whatever I was feeling and I could make music out of whatever. (laughs) Well, you know, I like that answer and I congratulate you for going that route because you. you make it sound very natural. And yet I think that there's a lot of kids that at age 10 would say, I'm just going to sing songs that I like from the radio or songs that I like from YouTube or whatever. So to you, it might have seemed natural. And that makes me wonder, you mentioned your father and your brother playing guitar. Were they writing songs and maybe you saw that they did it and said, I want to do this also? Or were they just playing guitar? My father and my brother, they mostly just play guitar. I didn't really ever see them writing songs. Um, And none of my other family played songs either. Um, I just started writing songs for fun and because I knew that I would most likely need this skill for the future. And so at what age did you start singing? And it sounds like if I asked you, have you gotten lessons? The answer is yes to that. Yes. I started singing around six because I did musical theater and I took singing lessons for musical theater at my dance studio. And I also did musical theater for the longest time until I decided to switch to something more commercial, um, which would be to actually, which would be pop music and to actually release the music, which is what I wanted to do. Um, So I started uh, music singing lessons in that sense when I was around 10 and that's when I really started to develop my voice uh, okay okay well getting back to the discussion that we were having about the song called Good Life your debut single that you wrote when you were 11 and released when you were 12 mm-hmm. the Black Eyed Peas original studio how in the world did you at 11 or 12 years old get to record in the Black Eyed Peas original studio for your first ever single? That is a good question that you would have to ask my mother or my old music teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Because I do not know. But it was definitely such an experience. And I'm so thankful that I was able to get into that studio where the Black Eyed Peas recorded their first album. Well, a minute ago, you were talking about pop music, and I'm curious as to if that is solely the direction that you see yourself going in. I did notice on your website that it mentions exploring elements of country pop. Mm -hmm. So do you think that you might lean a little bit into the country direction or strictly pop only? I definitely want to explore all aspects of music. I don't want to stay in one category or one box. I don't know still what music I would like to create. I just want I just would like to make music that comes from me and feels natural and just flows out of me. But I don't know if pop music or rock music or country music or any type of music is that yet. So I'm still working to figure out what what type of music or category of music I would like to fit myself into, but I haven't I haven't decided and fully found that out yet. 
Okay, so maybe we, meaning myself and the audience, can kind of take a peek into where your music might be headed if you tell us uh, who do you like to listen to currently and, you know, maybe who did you listen to when you were first starting into singing and songwriting? Currently, my biggest inspiration right now in music would most likely be Ariana Grande, but I do love to listen to R&B. I like to listen to a lot of rap. I I like to listen to every single genre of music um, because I'm very open and diverse when it comes to music. But I do, my biggest inspirations when singing, um, it would most likely be Ariana Grande and Tori Kelly. Okay. Well, last year, you put out two singles. Can you share with us the process of making those? Um, my two singles that I released last year would be 13 and Polaroid. And those songs were so fun to make. I wrote 13 with Tyler Conti. And I love that song so much. I remember making it and laughing and enjoying every single minute of it because I got to join in on the writing process. I got to uh, give them my ideas and just really make a song that feels like me. And I also, I wrote Polaroid with Mikey Tua and, or Jojo Tua. And that was the first song that I wrote about a crush or a boy that I liked. And it was also such a fun vibe in the studio. And I loved creating that song. And I also really loved making the music video. Okay, I have to ask, how does Polaroid connect to being about a boy? So... In Polaroid, I think about there being Polaroid pictures on the wall of him and I, and it's just I'm just talking about how I want to be with this boy, and how like, and how I just I just like him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned that Polaroid that you did an official video for that. I'm looking at Reese's YouTube channel right now. 112,000 views on the official video for her song Polaroid. So audience, make sure you go and check that out. I am joined today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Orange County, California by singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, dancer, (laughs) and actress (laughs) Reese Warren. Visit her official website at reesewarren.com. I will put a link to it on the show page for this episode on my podcast website, nhte.net. Reese's brand new single just released last month, is called Keep You Close. On her official Instagram account, you can not only tap in a follow, but you will see a link in her bio to a long list of platforms that you can access the new song from. In addition, be sure to follow Reese on TikTok. Plus, you heard me back in the intro mention that she will soon be at a half million combined video views on her official YouTube channel, so do subscribe there and watch and like the videos she has posted, as I just mentioned, for Polaroid. Of course, follow Reese on Spotify, but don't just stream her music. The best way to support her is to purchase downloads of her music from the likes of Apple Music or other online digital music retailers. It has occurred to me that when I talk about the OWL app, and by the way, yes, I'm saying OWL like the bird, except this is spelled with two W's and two L's, that you might be hesitant because you could wonder is there actually anyone on there that would be beneficial to meet? 
And or you might be wondering, how would I ever find someone in the first place that I want to connect with? Now I can make the argument that if you go on LinkedIn, how do you find people you want to try to connect with on there? But the point is, OWL just released an updated version of their app. And while you now will see a few categories automatically on the home screen, they have a very powerful search that allows you to filter by things like expertise. And there's something like 65 different categories that you can indicate so that it pulls up the results, the people you will want to see. Then you decide who you want to meet and call them through the app. Make me your first call on there. Try it out on my podcast website, nhte.net. Tap or click anywhere it says home and then read the article I have posted there under the headline, Help Now a Phone um, App Call Away to learn more about OWL. I've also got links in there for you to download the app for free from either the App Store or Google Play. Plus, you will see my invitation code, which is a required field as you're setting up the app on your phone. Get on OWL and start on your way to making great new connections for your career. Remember, they are not a sponsor. They're not paying me. I have found benefit from being on OWL, and I want you to get the same experience. Reese, let's shift away from music for the time being. You're the voice of MC Swag on LOL House of Surprises, which airs on Netflix. Tell us about that experience, but also how have you found that to be as compared to having also been in Love XO? Love XO was definitely a fun experience, just filming with all of my friends and having a ton of fun just acting. MC Swag is a voiceover acting job. I also love that character so much. She's so cute. I actually have a doll of her um, in my room. And I also love to play that character because she just has such a distinct voice and just attitude. And she's always just too cool for school, you know. And when I was doing the audition, I did a, a one audition in a higher voice and one audition in a lower voice mm. and they obviously love to be higher voice more so i love that i'm able to just transform into another character that's mc swag and she's just so cool and casual and i love to play that character <laughs> and i like that you keep saying play that character because i think reese what happens is People hear you talking about being on camera in Love XO, and then they hear you saying that you're the voice of MC Swag, and I think people say, oh, so you're just doing the voice of that. And instead, you're telling them, no, I'm actually playing a character. You're just not seeing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just talk about that difference of, of being a voice but still having to quote-unquote act. So... In voice acting, sure, you can't see me or you can't visualize what I'm doing in the booth, but you get to see what my reactions are and what my actions are through the character. And when I'm voicing the character, I have to add emotion and add happiness or add sadness. And what really helps with that is also just making motions or actually acting in the booth because what the difference is is that a person can actually feel feel the emotion um, through the way that you're speaking and the amount of 
emotion that you put into your voice or the way that you're talking. And you're definitely able to feel that even if you can't see me. Yeah, I was going to say that if people could see you, they would probably see you standing at the mic and waving your arms around or maybe standing up on your toes. Or, yes, exactly. Yeah, there's all kinds of different body movements that you're probably doing, right? Yes, and that definitely also helps with the acting aspect. Yeah, because it translates through to what they do ultimately see on the screen. So mm -hmm. you have to be doing what's sort of matching up with the emotion of what they see. Yes. <laughs> so you've done other movies. You've even done video games. How did you get started into all these different pursuits? Singing, songwriting, acting, dancing, voiceover work. There had to be something from a young age that inspired you to say, this is everything that I want to pursue. I'm glad you say that because actually when I was three years old, I saw an episode of Toddlers and Tiaras and I was watching Toddlers and Tiaras with my mom and I turned to her and I said, this is what I want to do. So mm. I started doing pageants at the age of three. And then when I was around six, I also picked up act. I mean, I also picked up um, dance, cheerleading and gymnastics. Um, dropped gymnastics and cheerleading and I also dropped pageants when I was around 10 and I still kept with dance but I also picked up acting um when I was still doing musical theater and um pageants and stuff I somehow picked up acting and singing um and I also started playing guitar for fun and then that became also I started doing lessons for that because I realized that I really wanted to learn how to play the instrument and so I started doing acting singing and playing the guitar um after a while the acting also turned into voice acting because during COVID or a little bit before COVID I learned about voice acting and I learned that that's also something that I want to do because it is incredibly fun and you also get to stay in your PJs while recording because <laughs> you don't have to be on camera. So that's also really nice. I also, I started doing video games and other movies through voice acting just because my uh, um, agents sent out the audition for me because they thought that my voice would be a good fit. And so... I started doing video games, movies, commercials, and TV mm. series. It's so fun. Well, when you were talking before about being the voice of MC Swag on LOL House of Surprises, I could tell that you are somebody that didn't just go into voice acting on a whim, that you actually understand what voice acting is and as we discussed, how different it is from playing a character on camera. Yeah. So it sounds to me like somebody must have given you formal training to be a voice actor. Yes, I definitely took um, voice acting lessons. I actually took from the best voice acting coaches that were recommended to us. Like, I took a few voice acting lessons, and also whenever I would have a voice acting audition that I feel as if I needed um, a bit of help or assistance with, I would also be given that through my agency, um, CESD. They provide a uh, coach to guide us through the audition if we needed help. And so that also 
helped to train me through voice acting and also made it really fun. <laughs> okay, so for the people who are just meeting you for the first time because they're listeners of my show, they've heard you speaking with me all this time. Can you give us just a real quick, short little sample of what MC Swag sounds like? Sure. MC Swag. You can be my uh, outfit designer. She definitely has a raspier voice and a higher voice and just chill. So, folks, you can compare that to everything that you've heard from Reese so far and see what the difference is. And as I said before, clearly it's something that takes training. It's not something that you just wake up one day and say, I should be a voice actor and start submitting yourself because they're going to know right away who the pretenders are versus the people that have gotten formal training like Reese has. Reese, let's get back to music. Tell us about A440 Records. Um, A440 Records is the record that produces that was um that was produced at my music school that I go to, I believe. And I'm I believe that they have worked with multiple people that are well known and just very accommodable Um, and I love to be able to work with them in doing my research for today I found that you and I were both at the NAMM show in Anaheim this past April share with the audience about your time at that event what were you able to do at the NAMM show who did you meet at the NAMM show any takeaways things that you learned from being there I always love to perform at wherever I'm given the chance to, especially at such nice venues such as the NAMM show. That was such a fun event, and I met such incredible people. And just I had a ton of opportunities that were given to me, and it was so fun, just as every event is, um, that I'm able to perform at and just share my music with the people. It was so fun. And I was, I'm, I should have, and I should have seen you. Where were you, where were you at? <laughs> I was everywhere. <laughs> it's such a big event. Were you, uh, were you there, say, with a certain company? Maybe you were at their booth, or were you just performing and walking around? I was definitely walking around as well as performing. I also love just walking around seeing all the different guitars set up, all of the different booths that are set up with all the different performers and um, walking around. I definitely preferred the musical musician um, areas or booths, Uh, but I also love to walk around and see all the other performers in the main areas. And um, I remember walking and we walked into this like disco area and like everything changed and like there was lights flashing around everywhere. There was bubbles being blown everywhere and we were just walking around. I also picked up a few guitar picks from my favorite guitar pick place and my friend's favorite guitar pick place as well. And I used those guitar picks, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I was able to perform with um, with my guitarist 
his name is Cole, and he's from the Undecided Future. He's so amazing. I haven't met a single guitar player that is able to play guitar like him ever. He is so amazing, and I had so much fun just hanging out with friends and seeing all the vendors and booths at NAMM and also eating a lot of candy um, <laughs> and just singing and performing. Okay, well, I know that I caught you off guard when I told you that we were both at the NAMM show. What if I told you, and I'm not making this up, mm -hmm. but just over four years ago, in July of 2019, back on episode 284 of the show, my guest was Cole Frederick of Undecided Future. No way. <laughs> yeah, more than four years Ashley? ago, I interviewed him on this show. That's insane. That is insane. What? That's so crazy. It's a small world after all. <laughs> four, five, four or five years ago? Yep, July of 2019. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's insane. So, Reese, I'm going to embarrass myself now. Let's put aside music and acting. One of the things that I read that you like to do is something that I have to come clean and admit that I don't know what it is. Tell me, what is an e-bike? Oh, no. You don't know what an e-bike is? Tell me. So an e-bike is basically an electric bike. Do you know what it is now? Now I do, yeah. Okay. I love to ride my e-bike around because it's so fast and so easy, and I just love to speed down the street. And um, it's also, you don't need to put your foot on the pedals at all. You can just go down on the gas and it'll just ride the bike for you and i love to ride the e-bike around see they say that you learn something new every day and i have seen those bikes around i just never knew what they were called so there's my one thing <laughs> new that i learned today is that they're called an e-bike <laughs> i'm glad so we talked before about the official video for polaroid and i said that it has 112,000 views but i want everybody to know that just released on September 15th was a lyric video for Reese's new song, Keep You Close. And that already has over 210,000 views, a video that just came out on September 15th. Wow. So do go to Reese's official YouTube channel that to watch in a while. that. We are going to close today with another one of Reese's original songs, and it is her newest single called Keep You Close. Reese, before I let you go and I play that track, Share with the audience first all about this one, if you would, please. Keep You Close is about how I just want to keep this boy close and how I don't want to let him go, how I look different ways and there's nobody better, and how I never want to let this boy go and I just want to keep him close. Okay, and let's talk about the writing of that song, who you wrote it with, and just kind of if you remember you know, when you got the idea, maybe where you were when you got the idea, and just how the song developed, how it progressed. I wrote this song with Danny and Timeline. We wrote it together in the studio and I just I gave the I gave them the idea and concept of what I wanted to write about and how I wanted to write about this boy because that is what most of my songs are about right now. I'm not going to lie. Um because it's definitely what I think about the most, probably. And so that is what inspired me to write this song. So tell me this, when we were talking before about your songwriting and I asked you, do you sing your ideas into the phone? When you bring these songs that you develop to your co-writers, 
do you bring them your phone and say, listen to how I sang it? Or is it written on paper? Or do you say, let me sit down and play it for you on guitar? How do you bring the song to them? It really depends on how I started the song. Sometimes I will um, show them the song just singing it. Sometimes I will show them the lyrics. Sometimes I will share with them the idea that I had for the song. I will also share with them the lyrics and like the beat that I was making up in my head and they create it for me. Um, And sometimes I come in with um, a guitar or a beat and just say, I want to write over this. And that is how my songs are made. And is it you just go in and do one song at a time or is it, no, I go into the studio and I usually have two or three songs with me? I usually do do one song at a time. Okay. It's definitely good not to rush it. (laughs) Well, and I think we got that sense from when I asked you in the first half of the show about the fact that you have four more new songs coming, and you told us those are at different stages right now. So clearly you're not writing all four and then showing up and saying, here we go, I've got four songs that I want to work on. (laughs) Yes. Yes. No. (laughs) Well, Reese, congratulations on the new song, and we'll be looking forward to hearing the new ones that are on the way. But for now, thank you so much for making time to be on Now Hear This Entertainment. Thank you so much for having me. I had a good time today. My pleasure. My pleasure. With that, I will wrap up another new episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, dancer, and actress Reese Warren. (laughs) As I mentioned earlier, her official website is reesewarren.com and on the show page for this episode on my podcast website nhte.net I'm going to put a link to her website plus on Reese's official Instagram account give her a follow I have already followed her on there but also utilize the link in her bio to the list of various platforms where you can get her new single Keep You Close be sure to follow Reese on TikTok as well and join the masses who are subscribing to and watching all of the videos on her official YouTube channel. Remember to give Reese a follow on Spotify, but again, don't stop there. Support her by purchasing downloads of her music from the likes of Apple Music or other online digital music retailers. Be sure to let Reese know that you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. I do truly hope that you like this show, that you're enjoying what I'm doing every week on the Now Hear This Entertainment podcast. If you've made it all the way to the end, thank you for having stuck with Reese and I, and I'm going to assume that that means that you do like the podcast. You can take action to let me know that you appreciate the work that I do to keep making this show happen every week, every month, more than nine and a half years without missing once by going on my podcast website, nhte.net, and then using the yellow Buy Me a Coffee logo that you'll see there. This is not a sponsor. It's not affiliated with any brand or chain. It's just a fun way for you to send your support, your thanks to me, including a note that I will see when you utilize that option. You can also just head directly to buymeacoffee.com slash Bruce W. That's going to do it for episode 506. Thanks ever so much for listening. I'll send you out today with another song from Reese Warren. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Keep You Close. He's got everything I need. Opened up, he's got the key. Now hold my arm. Fell in love, I fell in deep. But he'll hold me up. There's something about you makes me want.